to the Habits to Goals podcast with Martin Grunberg. It's time to take control of your life. Are you ready to achieve goals faster and more consistently than ever before? You need the habit factor. You're listening to Habits to Goals, the podcast that helps you create the habits that lead to success. And here is Martin Grunberg. All right, before we jump into this episode, I just want to quickly say thank you so much for checking out the show. If you're new, it's worthwhile jumping back and around, explore a few episodes, and certainly be sure to subscribe if you're getting value. That helps other people find the show, as <clears throat> excuse me, does your reviews. So with that, we will get right in to this episode of Habits to Goals. Well, here we go. I had promised you, and I should say welcome back and thank you. I'm clapping. Um, Thank you, of course, for joining me again. I had promised, incredibly, I think it was last Monday's episode to have Henry back, and we got him for Friday, and we (laughs) we lost him again for this Monday. Life happens. So I know he's going to sort out whatever he's working through because as you know him, I know him, and he's he's uh, that guy. He's optimistic and going to find a way. So I'm confident we will see him. I dare to jinx it, but I want to say the next Monday episode. In the meantime, it's probably meant to be this is a topic that – follows it was a couple Mondays back Henry and I were talking about the power well not so much the power how to create synchronicity and serendipity and if you missed that episode obviously I'm gonna (laughs) I'm gonna recommend you check it out so and I'm realizing I didn't hit you with my GTR really quick I will share that whether we're one or two people always good so I'll back this up and say earlier <clears throat> earlier today I presented at a luncheon for a real estate group and <clears throat> what I loved about the opportunity was they were honoring what they call their restart graduates and unfortunately it was only 3 people that kind of made the cut but what they go through is A, it's extremely hard, and where they've come from is uh, it's gut-wrenching, and so it just inspires you. So I was inspired to share a little bit of the habit factor at their graduation luncheon. These, it it turns out they were three women. This program tends to help either women that were battered or homeless and so this organization provides not only shelter but gives them a way out so they can learn some skills related to the real estate um, profession so basically these women are learning and interning and doing whatever some admin work and, and really provides them the skills they need to get out and on their own So again, it was a great honor. That's my GTR. Now I'll bring it back to what I was saying. On the heels, 
sort of of synchronicity and serendipity, this idea that when we know what we're trying to achieve, when we have our goals written down, when we have problems to solve that are top of mind, it seems, maybe it's just me, but when we know what we're looking for, often those things will provide themselves to us in a way that is entirely unique. And so after, I'm just looking at my scribbled notes, after we did that episode, Henry and I, on serendipity and synchronicity, I forgot to mention, because I was telling him um, there are periods where it seems like the craziest things happen and, and the frequency seems to be um, knock on wood, which is what I did last time, fairly uh, frequent, fairly prevalent. So this one that really just caught me off guard, I was <laughs> I was battling our garage door opener. I am literally standing on a stool working on the garage door opener and realized that I had to have it open to do whatever it is I wanted to do. As I opened it, a, I kid you not, a truck pulls up and stops, and it's a truck for a garage door company. And incredibly, I asked, he just gets out of his car. He's doing something totally unrelated. I asked him if he knows, because at that point I had to ask him. It was so bizarre. Next thing you know, he fixes what I'm trying to fix. I've been battling for hours in a couple of minutes and probably wasn't a couple hours. It was more like an hour. But the point is that resulted and he wouldn't take any money. That resulted in a brand new garage door for him. So maybe <laughs> maybe it was more, now that I think about it, uh, serendipity, a fortunate happenstance for him more than it was for me. But this all leads us to today's topic, which I feel uh, pretty good about just running with solo here because I don't know what Henry's familiarity is with it, and and, uh, I'll be sure to circle back with him. So it's about Dr. Wayne Dyer's book, The Power of Intention. I've mentioned this before, and I've written about it. A fantastic book in my mind, and he talks about and you're going to see how this all relates, the seven faces of intention. So there's seven faces of intention. It's like creativity, kindness, beauty. I'll go ahead and look them all up, and I'll make sure I link them. And and I know seven is receptivity, which is one I've probably struggled with the most. But Dr. Dyer's point, and tragically he passed away, I think it was last year, uh, was that when you are aligned, which is a great word, especially in the habit factor vernacular, because we're always looking to align our habits to our goals, when you're aligned with these seven faces of intention, Dr. Dyer's point is you are, and I'm just sharing this from my perspective, He says that you are matched up with the source. So you can 
call that God, you can call that creativity, you can call it natural selection. But the source shares these these traits. Everything's kind of always being creative. There's there's kindness, there's beauty. Yes, there's the opposite. But his point is when you line with these, then you are matched up with the source. This is a perfect kind of bolt-on episode because I could have said it and I probably should have said it, but we, we try to keep these short. I think, and I didn't say it then, that the these coincidences, these uh, serendipitous events, right, this sort of happenstance, this fortunate happenstance, the synchronicity happens more frequently when you are aligned and matched up. So when you're practicing kindness and creativity, and he talks about um, constant growth, although he uses a different word, an abundance. And so the short answer here in summation is, I would highly encourage you to find the book. Again, I'll link to it. Um, These events help you reach your goals faster. These events are the things that out of the blue, you know, (laughs) the garage door guy shows up or as we said before, the, the book you needed, the information you needed shows up, the person you needed, the contact you needed. But I'm going to make this a bit of a hybrid episode and say, if you remember the Ben Franklin episode where he was tracking his virtues, I would suggest that tracking probably just one of these seven faces of intention for I don't know, say four weeks, and then rotating through them, I would not be surprised if you saw more fortunate circumstances arise in your life. So, again, I'm, I'm creating a hybrid here, but, but I think the fact is the power of intention... Dyer's book, this idea of intention, you you don't have to. I didn't want to say you have to, but it's hard to have a fortunate happenstance when you're not sure what your intention is. So aligning to those seven faces of intention, knowing what your intention is, helps create the synchronicity. And bringing awareness and consciousness around it by tracking, whether you use the free habit tracker or the free template or anything else, a piece of paper, I think that's a threefold formula for helping to bring forward to manifest some of these special um, events in your life. So... Another tool to help make that happen is The Power of Intention by Dr. Wayne Dyer. And I hope you've read it, and I'd love to. uh, You can always email me 
at mg at thehabitfactor.com. So there you go. That's the episode solo shot sans Mr. Henry J. Evans. And uh, I know we'll knock on wood. Work him back into the <laughs> back into the program soon. So now I'm gonna go ahead and hit you with the teaser slash sample of the pressure paradox. I think you're gonna dig this, and you're gonna hear it from a professional narrator, <laughs> a professional narrator, a guy who makes money reading books. Kevin Pierce. He's amazing. He did a brilliant job on both The Habit Factor and The Pressure Paradox. So go ahead, check this out. And on the back end of that is, of course, our sponsor, Audible, and the Audible commercial. A reminder, if you dig what you hear in The Pressure Paradox or any book you want, you can get it free with an Audible trial. So check that out, audible.com forward slash habits to goals and i'm going to hit you with the sample right now just how misunderstood is pressure as a subject particularly when it comes to our productivity performance and even incredibly peace of mind well here's a quote from a recently published book performing under pressure in fact this is more than just a quote it appears to be the author's main thesis The bottom line, pressure is the enemy of success. It undermines performance and helps us fail. The paragraph goes on to cite many supportive instances, such as pilots, surgeons, and air traffic controllers making errors, or professional athletes missing their usual shots while under pressure. Pressure, the book asserts, is more than a nemesis. It is a villain in our lives. Wow, that's powerful language. It's understandable why the vast majority of people, and even these authors, might think this way about pressure. On the surface, pressure certainly appears to be the enemy. However, if we look deeper, we discover that pressure, much like what we discovered about habit in The Habit Factor, is neither good nor bad. Pressure is an entirely neutral, supernatural force. Taken a step further, due to its preeminence within our lives, it would hardly be fruitful to view pressure as the enemy. If pressure were truly the enemy, then we might as well pack up and head home. It's time to surrender. We can't possibly win, right? If we were to follow such a pervasive misunderstanding, that pressure is evil, a nemesis, and a villain, we should make every attempt to avoid it, right? And unfortunately, Doing so would not only prove frustrating and fruitless, but would greatly inhibit our creativity, productivity, and ultimately even impair our personal growth. Even the wealthiest of parents who want the very best for their children will go out of their way to ensure their kids experience some real-life pressures, such as chores or a summer job, with the hope that they'll reap all the associated benefits that come with challenge and hard work, Discipline and responsibility come to mind. There's even a famous Japanese proverb that underscores this point. Adversity is the foundation of virtue. To be clear, we are not referring to negative peer pressure or bullying, but rather life pressure, 
Things such as work, chores, and responsibility. Knowing that is the type of pressure that teaches children important life lessons that help forge their character and will serve them long into the future. The idea that pressure is a villain or the enemy of success ultimately proves untenable in the real world. Rather, if we choose to look deeper into pressure, what we find is that it demands our careful consideration, understanding, and even ultimately, our appreciation. The same kind of appreciation you freely give to your greatest passions. After all, what is more important than your most pressing goals? Understanding how pressure is the fuel to help you achieve those goals is vital. Not even a reality TV star avoids pressure all the time, as my daughter once asserted. In fact, some might even argue that due to appearances, contract obligations, etc., a celebrity may experience even greater pressures than the average citizen. To view pressure another way, consider the simple act of problem-solving. Any problem, by definition, involves an existing state, condition, and a desired end state, ideal condition. The objective or goal is to bridge that gap. It's worth noting that the gap itself, the delta, is what instantly generates a sense of tension, or to use its synonym, pressure. And since humans are naturally creative and problem-solving creatures, their ability to channel pressure to solve problems makes them unique. Today's episode is brought to you by Audible.com. There are over 180,000 titles to choose from. If there's one thing I know, and I think Jim Rohn was the one who said this originally, in five years, the difference in your life will be largely based upon two things, the books you've read and the relationships you have fostered. Doesn't it make sense to take advantage of the downtime, whether you're on the road on a run, in the gym, kill a couple birds with one stone, get a book going. It's phenomenal. It's I, The more people I turn on to it, the more uh, compliments I get. Not that I've actually done anything. 180,000 titles to choose from. You get one free book a month, 30% off any other book. Again, check it out. AudibleTrial.com forward slash habits to goals. I'm going to say that again real quick. AudibleTrial.com forward slash habits to goals. And that is the number two. And of course, when you support our sponsors, you are supporting the show. So thank you again. I am extremely grateful. We'll see you at the next episode.